that's how I start all my episodes, guys. I don't think you guys knew that, but to clip the audio and the video, I have to do that. Also, hi, guys. Welcome back to Elephants in the Room. More like elephants in the hotel room. I'm in a hotel right now, and it's 12.38 a.m., and I don't know why I'm so, like, energized. I'm on the weirdest schedule right now. Like today, I woke up at three o'clock. We're going to get into it. It's a whole thing. But um, I was so drained all day. And now all of a sudden I feel this like weird burst of energy, (laughs) which is ironic, but uh, it is what it is. So (sighs) we're here. We're doing this. It took me a lot to set this up and do this because I have like the most makeshift setup right now. I actually went and bought a ring light today for this because I knew I was going to film in the hotel and the, this hotel just has really like crappy lighting. And so I was like, all right, I need to buy a ring light that I can like kind of travel around with. And yeah, I've honestly just been procrastinating doing this episode all day. And I've just been feeling super exhausted and super lazy and just tired and drained. And I've been overthinking this episode as I always do. And it's just been a whole thing, but we're here and we're doing this. And I'm happy that we're doing this because today's episode is going to be about productivity and just the fight to be productive and like the reality of that in our lives, because I feel like I've been struggling with that so much lately, like very much so much. So hold on. I got to check that the camera's recording because I always think it's not because I'm paranoid. It's just like how I think, like, do you guys ever leave your house and you didn't even straighten your hair that day? Or maybe you did, but you're convinced that you left the straightening iron on. And you like know that you turn it off, you know that you unplugged it, but you're, you're like convinced that it's still on. That's like my whole life. It's a whole thing. But anyways, hold on. All right, y'all. We're y'all. Did I just say y'all? I did. Um, we're still recording, which is good. Um, but yeah, I wanted to talk today about just the fight in life to be productive and the reality of that. And I think something that I've been doing this last couple episodes, especially the last one and maybe the one before, but just the last couple weeks as I've been planning and preparing and working through the episodes that I'm filming, um, I feel like I'm starting to try to push myself a little bit in the sense of like, I don't ever want to come across it. Like, I don't ever want to come across as polished or like, I know everything or like, Like, I never want you guys to think that my life is, like, not a mess because, like, my life is a mess all the time. And it's like, okay, what's, what is your life being a mess? I don't know. I guess it's subjective. But I actually heard Alex Earl say this, which is funny. Um, But she was talking about her podcast that she just started. It's called Hot Mess. And she was talking about how she believes that you can be, you know, a mess and have, you know, feel like your life's a mess, but be hot in the sense of, like, you have your stuff together at the same time. And if that doesn't describe me, I don't know what does. Like, I feel like my life is crazy and messy all the time. But at the same time, there are 
things in my life where I feel like I'm like, yeah, like I have my life figured out to a certain extent. I have my stuff together, but then I'm also like, I don't have my stuff together at all. And I don't know what I'm doing. And I, and I feel like I'm a five-year-old or like, I don't feel like I'm 25. That's for sure. And I don't feel like I'm at the level of life that I thought or wanted to be at at 25. Like I thought I'd have my shiz more together. And I thought that I would be more successful or be married or have kids or like, I thought I'd be further along in life, but even more than that, I think I thought that I would as a human have a stronger skill set and be more in control. And like, um, like I, I, I thought that I would have like mastered my mind and my body and utilizing how to live, like how to survive. Like I thought I would just kind of know how to function. Like you think like anything in life, when we learn a new skill or, you know, whatever, it's like we go through a season where we're learning it. And once we learn it, when we do it over and over again, we practice, we get better and better every single day. Right. And so in my head, I thought like, Oh, once I hit a certain age, like I'm just going to have it all figured out and I'm going to have my life together and I'm going to know how to problem solve. I'm going to know how to do the things that I set my mind to because I'm going to have mastered those skills. And now I'm 25 and I'm like, Holy crap. Like why do I feel like I can't do anything? Why do I feel like I don't know how to do anything? Why do I feel like I don't do the things that I want to do and I do the things that I don't want to do and I can't get myself out of these ruts occasionally and I fail myself a lot and it's just like confusing because it's like you just wonder if there's something wrong with you. It's just like a whole thing. It's a whole thing. But all of that to say, I want to talk about that today and I want to talk about productivity and and I got off on a tangent, but, but what I was trying to say is that this last couple episodes, one thing I've really been trying to do is to push myself out of my comfort zone a little bit and to talk about things that maybe I'm a little embarrassed to talk about or things that like, like I'm very vulnerable with you guys, but there are some things that are hard to talk about. Like it's embarrassing to talk about. And it's also hard to talk about because I think that my fear of judgment, I mean, it stems deep. It stems from my codependency and my childhood trauma and trying to be a perfectionist and trying to earn people's love. But I think it also stems from like a place of, if you say it out loud, it's like, there's no hiding it. And you kind of have to accept it yourself. And it can also feel like if you expose or share kind of just the reality of some of the things you're struggling with, people may look down upon you and people may think that, you know, she doesn't deserve this or, oh, that's why you're failing. Oh, that's why it's this. And so it's like, I feel like there can sometimes be a lack of grace and understanding because people like to take one thing and run with it. And so it's like, I don't know, like it's, there's just like, even just the littlest things that are just like kind of embarrassing or hard to admit because we know better. Like it's hard to talk about those things, especially as a 24 year old woman who has a podcast, 
you know, all about talking and, and, and giving advice and talking about things. And it's like, then I have to look inward and I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, but there's still things that I hide. And there's still things that I'm kind of ashamed of and embarrassed of, and they're hard to talk about and they're uncomfortable. And so it's like, I guess I've just realized like I need to talk about those things and I need to talk about them present day as I'm struggling with them because I don't know which one of you or if any of you are going through this. And I think that's actually one of the scary things about this podcast, but also the cool and comforting thing is that when I share these really vulnerable things with you guys, I don't know if someone's going to understand. I don't know if someone's going to feel the same. And like, in my head, my perfectionist, my overthinking, my desire for validation and to be love fears that because I'm like, what if I put this out here and they don't get it and they don't understand and they judge me and I'm the only one, which makes me a failure, which means there's something wrong with me. And then I'm like, no, 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 no. I can't do that. I can't do that because that's the core of why I started this podcast is to be a source of comfort for every single person in this world that's struggling just like me. So with all of that being said, (sighs) let's talk about it. So today, just dive into my day. So I've been on tour with my boyfriend for the last couple weeks, which has been so fun. And um, today, well, last night, the tour bus left without me sad. I was really sad. But, um, tomorrow I'm actually going to his sister's bachelorette party weekend. So I'm super excited. It's going to be really fun, but there was like a day off buffer. Um, so last night he had a show, they left on the bus and the bachelorette weekend is in Chicago. Um, so I'm in Chicago right now, but it's not until tomorrow. So I was like, okay, I have a lot of work I need to get done. I need to film two podcast episodes. I need to do laundry. I'm going to work out. Um, You know, I'm going to organize my backpack. I'm going to get caught up on editing and posting the clips from last week's episode. And I set my mind to all these things and I carved away a day for just me time and for productivity because I feel like I've had this lack of productivity because... I've just been so occupied with the world around me and touring has been really fun, but it's time consuming and I'm doing a lot. And so even when I do have time to dedicate to work and to the things that are productive in my life, it's really easy to just want to relax and to just want to rest because I feel like we're going all the time. And also it's fun to relax and rest and it's fun to scroll and it's fun to do all those things. So sometimes it's hard to get into the things that are good for you and the things that you know that you love, but they take work, you know? So all of that to say today, I was supposed to wake up, work out, go get laundry done, go get things from target, film two podcast episodes, edit and get my clips up from yesterday's podcast or last week's podcast episode. Like I had this whole list of things that I was going to do. And I planned it out in my head and I was like, yes, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And what did I do? I slept until 3 p.m. And I couldn't get out of bed. And when I slept until 3 p.m., I was then overwhelmed because I was like, I haven't achieved 
any of the things I want to. Now I only have so many hours to do them, which made me even more stressed, which made me just want to avoid everything altogether and numb myself and sit there and do nothing. Like I literally considered going back to sleep because I was like, I'm overwhelmed. And I just, it just, I felt like a failure. I felt like I ruined my day. I'm like, it's over. That's it. I'm done. I've screwed everything up. And I just felt like garbage. I felt like crap. And, you know, now here I am and I still wasted a lot of my day. Eventually I forced myself to get out of bed, which was hard. Took a shower, went to Target, got the things I needed, came back, set up my podcast equipment, um, went and got some food. And again, even after I'd already wasted some of my day, then I set another plan of like, okay, now you're going to go to target. And then by 8 PM, you're going to be back at the hotel and you're going to film this. And then you're going to do this. And I had planned again, this like expectation list for me. And then things take more time than I realized. And I took more breaks to scroll on my phone or to eat or to just sit than I planned to. And my attempt at being extremely productive ended up feeling again in this frustration of failure because I didn't achieve the things that I wanted to and that I set my mind to. We don't want to talk about the times that we can't get out of bed. And we don't want to talk about the times that we literally sit there and scroll on our phones for seven hours. And we don't want to talk about the times that we achieve nothing on our to-do list and the times that we fail the expectations that we set for ourselves and the times that we eat the crappy food and the times that we do things that we know we shouldn't. We don't want to talk about those things. And it's scary and it's hard to sit there and admit, yeah, I did this. I failed. And I didn't do the things that I set my mind to and I didn't do the things that I wanted to do. We don't, you know, get on social media and be like, guys, look at all the things I did today. I woke up and... I sat on my phone for five hours and then I couldn't get out of bed and then I didn't get out of bed and I stayed in bed and I ordered in food. And then after that, I didn't go to the workout class that I scheduled. And then after that, I didn't clean my room for the fifth time this week when I said I was going to. Do we like get on there and like talk about those things? We don't. And why? Because we're embarrassed. And I think also it's because we don't ever want to give people the wrong idea of who we are. And we never want people to think that we're lazy or to think that we're not hardworking or to think that there's something wrong with us because we live in a generation where we are so quick to put a label on anything and everyone when they do something. You post a video saying, oh, I haven't cleaned my room. I'm feeling slightly depressed. I'm this, I'm that. Someone comments and is like, oh, you have this mental disorder. Oh, you should really get this checked out. Oh, you should get on this medication. It's like, wait, 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 wait. People don't know the context. And also just as we show the highlights on social media, when we show the lows on social media, People are so quick to just assume that your life is like that all the time. Just like 
they are with the highs, you know? And so it's like, it's just this false sense of reality all the time that we're living in. And we just don't talk about it. And so I'm like, I just want to talk about it, even though I'm embarrassed and I'm ashamed. And it's because I don't want people to think I'm not hardworking. I don't want people to think that I don't love this podcast. I don't want people to think that I'm lazy or ungrateful. But the reality of it is, is that there are times when I can't even get out of bed. I don't want to. And there are times where I sleep through my alarms and there are times when I do not achieve even the most simple tasks that I put on my to-do list. And then I live in guilt about it. And then when I feel guilty, it makes me feel bad about myself. And then when I feel bad about myself, I don't want to do anything. And then when I don't want to do anything, I just numb myself by sitting and scrolling on my phone. And then when I numb myself by sitting and scrolling on my phone, it just makes me more anxious. It makes me more overwhelmed. And it pushes me away from doing the things that I want to do because I feel like there's no purpose and I just don't want to do anything. And I just feel like crap. And then when I feel like crap, I just like, it's like a ripple effect and I just keep feeling like crap and I just keep not wanting to do anything. And then it's just like, it's so hard to get out of that rut. And then I'm like, am I depressed? Is there something wrong with me? Like, is there something wrong with my health? Is there something wrong with my body? Is there something wrong with my brain? And I question everything. It's like, I don't want to share that, but it's the truth. Unfortunately, And someone that I loved who has talked about like productivity before is Emma Chamberlain. I love her podcast, by the way. She's the best. She's so real and just amazing. But yeah, it's like, where is that fine line? Because it's like, you know, there's a lot of reasons we can struggle with productivity. And um, it's just so important to not label ourselves. But that goes both ways because it's like, I just think, I guess I'm self-reflecting and I'm trying to figure out why can't I be productive and is there something wrong with me? So yeah, it's just like trying to figure that out and being real with you guys about that and being real with myself and like accepting that. Like one thing about me is I've always been all or nothing. I've always had that mindset. And it's not healthy, really, I think in a lot of ways. In some ways it can be healthy, but in a lot of ways I feel like the all or nothing mindset is really unhealthy because the way that I am is like, if I do something, I want to do it 110% and I want to show up and I want to deliver and I want it to be perfect. But if I feel like it's not going to be perfect and I can't 100% show up, sometimes I 100% don't show up. And I 100% don't commit and I procrastinate and I push it off. And that's not healthy because what I've started to realize is that it's not always going to be perfect. It's not always going to be your best work. You're not always going to show up to a workout and give it your 100%. But if you can show up and give it your 75%, that's better than 0%. But in my head, I get, I have this skewed view of like, if I can't do something 100%, if I can't do something perfect, I can't do it and I can't put it out. And I'm such a perfectionist and I've always been this way. And I think that's why I struggle filming podcasts recently because I'm very out of my comfort zone. 
when I first started this podcast, I had a little studio in my studio apartment or in my one bedroom apartment that I had in Arizona. It was in my room. I knew where it was. There was no one around me. So I knew no one was listening and judging me. I had the consistency of not having to set up, change my environment. Like it was a consistent setup in my room, in my safe place. And I could just turn on my camera and film. And now I'm traveling all the time. So I'm always in new random places. I never have a proper setup. And so I overthink and I'm like, well, if the video doesn't look good, then it's pointless. I shouldn't even do the podcast. And if I can't get the lighting right. And if I like obsess over those things, I go crazy because I want it to be perfect because I don't want people to think that my podcast sucks and I don't want it to not perform well. And I don't want it to fail because it feels like a reflection of myself. And also like, I just have such a specific way that I want something to be done. And if I can't have it be done the right way, I'm like, why do it at all? What's the point? But it's like, that's a really toxic mindset to have in this life because Life is messy. Things change. There's so much out of our control. And if we can't go with the flow, we're never going to achieve any of the things that we want. And we're never going to show up in the ways that we want because we're always going to be waiting for the right moment, the perfect situation, the perfect episode, the perfect whatever. And, and I just get stuck in that rut. And then when I do show up and I can't give my 100% and I don't do it the exact way that I want to, Sometimes I then feel bad about myself and I'm like, well, that sucked. That episode sucked or, you know, that workout sucked or this sucked, whatever. And then I beat myself up and I think that it takes away from my value as a human or my value as a brand for the podcast. And I'm like, Nicole, you've got to like be okay with things not always being perfect. And I'm learning. (laughs) it's hard. It's really hard. See, and the crazy thing is like, once I start filming, I love this. It's like my favorite thing. But before I will find every reason as to why I'm not prepared enough for the episode or setting looks bad or whatever. And I overthink everything. And it's just exhausting. It's honestly exhausting. But what I want to talk about is procrastination and you know, the inconsistency of productivity and what to do about it and, and just trying to understand it myself. And so there's a lot of reasons I think that we can lack being able to be consistently productive. Um, and as I was researching and and looking into things, some of the things are anxiety, burnout, lack of sleep, poor time management, or poor decision-making skills, or simply having too many competing priorities. And so I think that's the first thing that's dangerous about being productive is that it's kind of like an on and an off switch, at least in my head. And it's all in or all out. And I think that we do that with productivity. So when we, when we don't do things the way that we plan, cause in our mind, we overextend And sometimes I think over-prepare. We make this strict plan in our minds of I'm going to wake up, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to go to this workout class, I'm going to get this work done, I'm going to work on this for an hour, I'm going to spend time with God for an hour. We set this idea in our mind and we get attached to it. 
of this to-do list. Now, sometimes we actually achieve everything on the to-do list. And let me tell you something, there's nothing better than feeling productive and feeling like you achieve the things that you want to. There's so much joy that comes with that. There's so much peace. There's so much motivation. There's so much purpose that comes with achieving the things that we set our mind to and the things that we put on our list. But what about the times when we don't? What about the times when we wake up and we can't get out of bed? What about the times when, you know, something in our day circumstantially happens, it's out of our control and it throws off our schedule and then we don't get done the things that we thought we were going to get done. What do we do then? And I think that that's that gray area that doesn't get talked about because there's this hustle mindset that I think is really toxic of like, you know, don't make excuses, like have discipline. And it's like, yeah, for sure. Super important. You can do anything you set your mind to and you can achieve anything. If you work hard and you sacrifice your time and you do things even when you don't want to, but because we're humans, I don't know about you guys, but there's going to be times when that just doesn't happen. And when that happens, are we going to constantly beat ourselves up? Because I know for me, it's like a shame cycle. It's a guilt and shame cycle. I feel guilty because I didn't achieve or do the things that I promised myself that I would. And then after I feel guilt, I feel like a failure. And then when I feel like a failure, I feel, you know, sad emotions. And so then I want to numb myself and then I numb myself and I just want to forget about everything. And I just want to like be in my little ball and pretend like everything doesn't exist and and not live in reality. And then when I stay in that too long, once you're in that rut, it's really hard to get out. And it's really hard to get out because I think we internalize a lot of things. I know I do. And instead of saying, Oh, I failed. We say, Oh, I'm a failure. Instead of saying, oh, I couldn't get out of bed today. I I must be tired. It's, oh, I couldn't get out of bed today. I'm lazy, you know, or, oh, I didn't achieve this thing I put on my to-do list. I must not have enough motivation. I must be ungrateful. It's not, oh, I didn't achieve the thing that I needed to do on my to-do list because I was overwhelmed and struggling with a little anxiety. I'll try again tomorrow, you know, or it's, Oh, I didn't go to my workout class today. I'm a lazy piece of crap. It's not, oh, I didn't go to my workout class today. I wasn't feeling my best. And I just, my mind was struggling to get there to be able to, you know, put myself in a workout. Like we talk really poorly of ourselves to ourselves. At least I know I do. And it's like, you can experience something without being defined by it. So just because you didn't, achieve the thing that you wanted to do, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. You know, it doesn't mean that your life is hopeless and you're worthless and you're undeserving. It doesn't mean that like we are humans who struggle and we go through seasons and we go through emotions and our bodies are constantly experiencing outside circumstances and emotions. And like, I don't know about you guys, but like life is just not like life isn't fair and things happen. Life is not fair and things happen. A lot of things that we don't plan on happen in our lives. A lot of hurtful things, a lot of hard situations, a lot of pain, a lot of defeat, a lot of, you know, things that just happen out of our control. And it's really easy to get discouraged when things don't go as planned or when you don't complete 
the things that you set your mind to and you don't live up to the expectations that you've set for yourself, but it's all a part of it. It's all a part of this life. And, you know, as much as we will not always be able to experience or we, we wouldn't be able to experience the highs in our careers and in our goals and in our lives without also experiencing the lows and experiencing the failures. And it's like, it's all a part of it, but we can't get stuck in a shame and guilt cycle. It's like not good. It's not. So why is my productivity so inconsistent? I think it's a lot of everything. Like I said, I think a lot of it is guilt, shame. I think it's perfectionism. I think it's overthinking. A lot of the times we overthink um, something like we overthink the idea of something. And then once we do it, we're like, Oh, this is not that bad. Or this isn't as hard as I thought or vice versa. And so it's like, we think before we act sometimes on things. And even though generally I'd say that's a good thing, sometimes I think we just need to act and let ourselves experience it. But when we think too much about something before we do it, it can just push us to not do it out of fear. Um, or out of feeling overwhelmed, I guess you could say. Um, I was looking it up and, and trying to research and understand more about this. And I saw something called productive anxiety. And it's a nagging fear of not being enough when it comes to being productive. This may be triggered by being a perfectionist, fear of failure, peer pressure, or desire for validation. And I think I definitely experienced that. Um, but I also think that Something that isn't talked about is like all the little things matter and all the things that we think we can just fight through. Sometimes we can't, you can trick your mind into keep going into thinking you're okay, but you can't trick your body. If you are tired, if you are exhausted, if, if you've experienced a traumatic event, or if you are experiencing a heightened emotion because of something going on in your personal life, you may mentally be able to push through it and be like, I'm fine. I'm going to keep doing the things that I have on my to-do list. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve this. And I'm just going to wear a smile till I'm okay. But your body, you can't trick your body. Your body will shut down. Your body will be exhausted. And part of that is just getting out of survival mode. And part of that is just our bodies trying to catch up to the damage that has been done. And the damage that we try to shove down with our brains, we try to shove down and say, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's like, maybe you're not fine. Maybe you need a minute to, to catch up, to, to heal, to recover. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and I think I'm learning that slowly. It's just like the importance of rest and honoring your body when it needs it. And then also, you know, I think it's kind of this balance, I guess you could say, and, and, and we'll get more into that, but, uh, you know, doing nothing feels good. Being lazy feels good. Scrolling on our phone feels good temporarily, but it makes us feel like crap after. And so, you know, doing the things that 
maybe are hard initially always make us feel better after. Like every time I film one of these podcasts, I'm like on cloud nine after I was like, that was so fun. That was so purpose filled. Like I love that. But getting myself to do it is hard because it takes work, takes work to set everything up. It takes work to, you know, do whatever, like it, it takes work. And so, you know, I avoid it. Then once I do, I'm like, oh, that was great. Or like you go to workout class and like, you don't want to go, you avoid it. Oh, I don't want to get up. I want to be lazy and I want to keep sleeping. But then you go to the workout class and you feel so great after. So it's like, I think we do need to just push ourselves sometimes, even when we don't want to, and we don't feel like it, we need to just do it. I, th- I think that's important, but I also think there is a balance of, Yes, not letting your feelings dictate your life because that's just going to create a very selfish, purposeless, lazy life. So I don't think that we need to let our feelings run our life, but I also think that we need to honor our feelings and we need to honor our bodies. And when we need rest or when we need support or when we need a day off or when we just need to sleep in or when we just need a minute. We need to like let ourselves have that time and not beat ourselves up for it. Like it's okay because I promise you all of this ties into everything. It ties into God. It ties into everything. And and I always think about this in my relationship with God. When I was Mormon, I feared God. I saw God as a big creator in the sky who I prayed to when I needed something. And, you know, I saw God as this like big, scary creator or this like vending machine where I could just pray and get the things that I wanted. And I loved God, but I didn't understand God's love for me. And when I became a Christian, I don't see God that way anymore. I love God because he loved me first. And I love God because I know how much love he extends. And I know that everything that he does and all the commandments that he puts in place and, and his guidance on our life, it's not because he's this big, bad God in the sky that's saying, I want you to do this. And I want you to do this. And I want you to do this. It's because he loves us. It's because he's trying to protect us. It's because he knows the consequences of things. And he doesn't want us to hurt. He doesn't want us to screw up our lives. He doesn't want us to go through all the hard things. And so it's like, he wants to protect us. And so my whole point in saying that is when you start to change your perspective from a dark fear to a loving fear, it changes things. And so my whole point is like grace is attached to love and obviously truth is as well. But my, my whole point of trying to say this is like, think about anything, like thinking about productivity. Should we reward ourselves and be proud of ourselves when we're productive? Absolutely. Should we pat ourselves on the back and say, you're amazing. You did this hard thing. Look at you go and, you know, feel this sense of like value and, um, goodness. Absolutely. But when we're not productive and we fail and we fall behind, should we think that there's that absence of value? Should we think, Oh, well, I'm a failure. I'm this, I'm now I'm not a value. I'm a piece of garbage. No, because if we think that 
we will only be productive out of a fear of being the things that we don't want to be out of fear of being a failure, out of fear of being lazy, out of fear of being useless with no purpose. We'll do it out of this fear. And when you do things out of fear, it's usually not enjoyable and it's usually not genuine. But when we switch our perspective and we say, oh, I want to be productive because it's good for me, because it makes me feel peace, because it makes me feel joy, because I'm able to extend myself and live a more selfless life. Because if I do this, I can give this because if we do it because we love what we do and because we see the beauty and the value in doing the hard things that maybe we don't always want to do, but we know are good for us, we're going to operate from a different place. We're not going to operate out of a place of, oh, I have to be productive just because I don't want to be a failure. No, it's going to be, oh, I want to be productive because I want to be successful. I want to have joy. I want to give back. I want to do these things. And it's coming from a place of desire of good things, not fear of being defined by the things we do wrong. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, like when you're doing things out of a place of fullness, not lack of, you know, when you're not trying to be productive out of a place of proving your value to yourself, proving to yourself that you're worthy of life or something, you're going to be more excited to do these productive things, to do the things on your to-do list because you're not doing them out of a place of guilt and shame and disgust with yourself. And you're understanding that your value and your worth is just there and that you're not defined by your failures and you're not defined what you do by what you do every single day. Like, does that affect you? Do our habits lead us to a lot of things? Absolutely. But what I'm just saying is you're loved, you're valuable, you're worth it. Even if you sit in bed for 30 days and do nothing. Now is sitting in 30 bed for 30 days and doing nothing good for you? No. Should you do that? Probably not. But you have to start coming from a place of love for yourself or everything in your life is going to be fueled by anxiety and fear. And it just can't be because it's just, it, 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 it hurts us. And so as much as I want to beat myself up and be embarrassed for admitting to you guys my failure today, I'm not. Because guess what? I'm a human. I'm here. I'm trying. And even though there may be seasons of my life or moments of my day where I fail and I don't succeed, there's going to be moments of my life where I'm really productive and I get things done and I commit to the things that I put on my to-do list and I'm super disciplined and I work hard. There's going to be those moments too. And I have to welcome both with acceptance and love for myself regardless. Where's the balance? How do we be productive and get things done? but also not go all in or all out and be able to sometimes on the days we can only give 50%, give 50% on the days we can give a hundred percent, give a hundred percent. And on the days that we can only give 10%, give 10% on the days we can give 0%, give 0% and still love ourselves and still be okay. And act of a place of productivity out of love and excitement rather than fear and guilt. 
I'm still trying to figure that out, but let's talk about it. Let's talk about some of the things that I think we can do. Number one, don't overbook or overextend yourself. The ideas that we make in our head are always easier or typically easier than what it actually takes to achieve those things. Be realistic with the goals that you set. Don't overextend yourself or overbook yourself. There's nothing wrong with putting a couple things on your to-do list. And then if you achieve all of them being like, oh my gosh, I have more time. I did these awesome things. I'm going to do more. But if you always start your day or you start your week with a laundry list of things and you say, I'm going to do this, 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 and you don't leave yourself any breaks and you don't leave yourself any wiggle room, you're going to fail. And when you fail, you're going to feel like crap. And then when you feel like crap, you're just going to be like, whatever, I don't want to do anything. Now, if you set realistic goals that are attainable, you're going to be a lot more likely to follow through on your word. And when you follow through on your word and you follow through on your plans and the expectations you set for yourself, you're going to feel better about yourself. You're going to feel more excited and you're going to feel in a better headspace, which is going to then force you naturally to want to achieve more and to be more productive. And so it's like a ripple effect. So I'd say set realistic goals. Um, just start. <laughs> I actually remember... I can't remember how old I was when I heard this, but someone was talking about how if you are trying to achieve something or do a certain task that you are avoiding or that you don't want to do, do it for 10 minutes. And then if you end up not wanting to do it at the 10 minute mark, you can give up. But 99% of the time, once you do something for 10 minutes, you're going to want to follow through on it because you're going to be like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought. Or, okay, now I'm in the headspace. Like, and I actually did this for a while and it literally works. Like, let's say you need to clean your room or something and you really don't want to do it. Just be like, okay, if I just commit to 10 minutes, then I can quit. Once you start doing it, you're not going to want to quit. Once you're in 10 minutes, because the hardest part is showing up. Once you're there, usually it's a lot easier to like get through it. So I I would say that's one tip and something that I want to try to do and something that I've tried in the past and has worked really well for me. Um, And same thing with just starting if, you know, you have a goal of a business or something like that. I waited way too long to start this podcast because I wanted it to be perfect. And it never has been and it never will be. But there's beauty in the process and there's beauty along the way. And, um, it's not perfect. And it's, I don't know if it ever will be, but I'm, I'm learning to be okay with that. Um, another thing that you can do is delegate. This is like one of the most powerful things that I've learned and that I've always struggled doing because I'm such a people pleaser. And I, (laughs) It's really hard for me to ask people for things, but delegating. I was a regional manager for a year and a half, two years. And before that, I was a manager for multiple years. And if I've learned anything, it's the power of delegating. Number one, having a lot of things to do with no support and help is boring. It's exhausting. It's frustrating. It's tiring. So having a team or being able to involve people in the things that you need to get done and helping delegate really helps. 
Um, not to mention, if I've learned anything, it's that I like to focus on the things that I'm good at and I like to give the things that I'm not good at to someone who's good at them. So like even with this podcast, that's something I've been considering doing um, with some of the background tech stuff. Like I'm not as good at that. I don't want to overextend myself and overwhelm myself and stress myself out. I'd rather give that to someone who's good at that and focus on the part that I'm good at. Does that make sense? So like delegate, ask for help, whether it's a family member, a friend, someone on your team, don't force yourself to do everything and to take care of everything in your life. Sometimes you need help and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, the next thing is take breaks, allow yourself to take breaks. You know, if you achieve something, reward yourself, be like, this is great. Pat on the back. You did awesome. And let yourself have breaks. Don't overwork yourself because you will burn the candle. Do not burn the candle. Burn out the candle. You can light the candle. You can keep some matches with you. But if you let that candle burn overnight, you let that candle burn too long, you're going to burn through a lot of wax. And life is not about a checklist or how many things we can attack or achieve with productivity. It's about longevity. It's about consistency. So if we can get into the habit of doing things, even if they're small consistently, you're probably going to end up achieving more than trying to do everything all at once and then not being able to, and then giving up and then in flow, 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 back and forth, back and forth, this endless cycle. And I feel like I've kind of been stuck in that cycle for the last little bit and I'm trying to break it. (laughs) Um, expect failure and procrastination. It's going to happen. It's gonna. And when it does happen, treat yourself with love, treat yourself with care and get back up the next day and try to have enough love for yourself to do the things that you want to do. Not because you have to be because you want to. And even if you don't want to do them because you know that you're worth that and you're worth investing into. (sighs) This one's kind of a sucky one, but it's true. Start tracking the time you spend wasting on things that don't matter. There's nothing wrong with self-care and there's nothing wrong with getting in a bubble bath and watching Netflix and eating a pizza. There's nothing wrong with that. But when we spend too much time doing things that bring no value and no substance and no nourishment to our soul or to our life, it's dangerous. So your time is precious. Don't give it away to things that don't do anything for you. And even if you are, again, there's nothing wrong with, you know, scrolling on your phone for an hour and, you know, having an ice cream cone, like do those things. But also understand that time is so valuable. So for example, like it's really easy when you're doing things that are time wasters to not understand how much time you're actually wasting. For example, the first day I downloaded TikTok, I remember because all my employees tried to convince me to get a TikTok for like six months. And I was like, I'm not getting a TikTok. I finally caved and I got a TikTok And the first day that I caught it, I scrolled for five hours, like literally five hours. And I don't even want to know how much time I've spent scrolling on TikTok in the last two years. Like I actually don't because it will make me want to throw up. 
But when you start to actually track the amount of time that you spend, like for a while I had a tracker on my phone where it would cut me off of Instagram and TikTok after an hour of the day. It would say, Hey, don't get on. You have to type in this passcode. Um, and even though sometimes I would type in the passcode and keep, keep scrolling, it was good for me to have a concept of time of how much time I was actually spending on these things. And then as far as that goes, I would say rewarding yourself is really good. So like for me, sometimes I will be like, okay, once I achieve this thing, like I'm going to do this fun thing for myself or I'm going to reward myself with this. So kind of setting little rewards and treats for yourself along the way sometimes can kind of push you through to, to be motivated to do those things. Reward yourself for the small victories. Don't think that you can't celebrate every single thing that you achieve rather than only achieving at the end when you do everything. Celebrate through the steps. Celebrate waking up and brushing your teeth before getting up for the day, you know, and getting started. Celebrate um, spending five minutes praying or reading. Celebrate, you know, even the smallest things, the smallest good choices that you make that you're doing to better yourself, to better your body, to better your life, like celebrate those things, be happy, be proud of yourself. Um, cause it's going to give yourself the sense of positive reinforcement and you're going to start to associate that with, you know, productivity and you're going to desire to do that more when you understand that there's love and joy that comes with that, if that makes sense. Um, and don't be so hard on yourself. Um, if you've ever felt like an unproductive piece of garbage, trust me. I've felt like that many more times than I've wanted to. Um, but I'm learning. And I'm learning, too, at the same time on that note, just because you're productive and just because you're achieving things in your life doesn't mean that like, don't fall so in love with that version of yourself that you don't leave grace and room for the parts of you that are going to fail and the parts of you that are going to procrastinate. And I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to master skills and trying to, you know, be disciplined and gain that discipline over time. I think that's good, but I, I just, just leave grace for yourself along the way. So yeah, that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope that all made sense. Um, and I hope you felt understood. Uh, thanks for listening to me. Thanks for hearing me out. <laughs> you guys are such an amazing support system and you guys are so kind and loving to me and I'll never understand. Um, but I am grateful. Um, so yeah, if you would like to support me, you can follow me on all my social media platforms, Nicole.Donna. You can follow me on all my elephants in the room platforms, elephants in the room on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts. Um, you can leave this podcast a rating that helps me so much review the podcast. Um, so yeah, you can leave it a rating, review it, share it with a friend, share it on your social media. Um, and you can comment, DM me, send me an email. Um, all of those things help support me. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love you guys. Thanks for supporting me through this crazy journey of life that we're all in. Um, I'll close this episode out by saying what elephants are in your room. My name is Nicole and I will talk to you guys next week.